1: Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com/wondery. That's rocketmoney.com/wondery. rocketmoney.com/wondery.
2: Tonight, state of emergency in the west. The region is facing an onslaught of high winds, floods, and more severe weather, plus the largest bank collapse since 2008. Here are tonight's top headlines. Thousands in California are under evacuation orders as wind and rain bring flash flooding and mudslides to residents digging out from record snow.
3: Just hoping that everyone stays safe. Bank regulators have seized control of Silicon Valley Bank. The steep fall of Silicon Valley Bank is now triggering concerns of a broader banking crisis. Deadly shooting at the Jehovah's Witness Hall in Hamburg, Germany. Authorities are still searching for a motive in the attack that left six people dead before the gunman apparently took his own life.
2: Republicans barnstorm Iowa as the fight for the party's future heats up. We've got a country to save.
4: We will never ever surrender.
3: And a man in North Carolina is facing multiple charges after he allegedly drove a car into Wilmington International Airport. It's time for the Oscars. This is your captain
5: speaking.
2: Good evening, and thank you for joining us. I'm James Brown in Fenora. Tonight, we take a look at an innovative program taking flight at one major U.S. airline, hoping to tackle the industry's pilot shortage. Plus, it's Friday, so we go on the road with an Army widow who's keeping a long-held promise to her late husband. But first, President Biden has approved a disaster declaration in California as a series of severe storms pound the state. 17 million residents are under flood alerts, and thousands ordered to evacuate as overflowing rivers and creeks send raging waters across the roads and into homes. The storm is already being blamed for at least two deaths. And take a look at this. A small jet skidded off the runway into the mud this afternoon at an airport on the California coast. This is all due to a massive atmospheric river all the way from Hawaii, bringing with it heavy snow, torrential rains, and life-threatening floods and mudslides. CBS's Carter Evans will start us off tonight from Northern California. Good evening, Carter.
6: Good evening, J.B., and this is a rare sight. Take a look at all this water flowing from the Folsom Dam behind me. Most of the state was in a drought just a couple of months ago. Now they're releasing some 30,000 cubic feet of water every second to prevent flooding like we've seen across California today. This is what the monster storm system is doing to California. Rivers of water sweeping through this park, swallowing up a playground. I've never seen it this much. This is, uh, wow.
7: Flooding is imminent. Please evacuate your residents now.
6: Across the state, potentially life-threatening flooding. Mud, debris, and powerful winds are downing trees. The damage, especially severe, near Santa Cruz, where thousands were ordered to get out. Roads washed away. The storm is also creating havoc in the mountains. Snow and ice made for treacherous driving along Interstate 5. There were warnings to stay off the roads. This is Wa. In some lower elevation towns, torrential rain is coming down on piles of snow. You know, it already is stressing the buildings and then when you start putting rainwater on top of it, especially heavy rains, that, that just further compounds uh, the threat. We saw that threat firsthand, directly across from the firehouse. It looks mangled over yeah. there. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, all from snow? It. Yeah, it's a lot of weight. And at this doll museum, A security camera caught what happened Thursday inside. Marlene Ruth had been building her collection since 1962. When you got there and saw all of it, what went through your mind?
3: This is just stuff. It's stuff. It's not my life, but it would have killed me.
6: Now, even though they're taking all these measures, releasing all this water behind me, that won't prevent all flooding. Many communities are now activating swift water rescue teams when just last week they were rescuing people from deep snow. JB.
2: Carter Evans with a comprehensive look. Thank you so much. And for more on weather, storm is headed next. Let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike.
1: JB, good evening to you. The onslaught of storms we have in California bringing life threatening flooding, really hitting us hard into the foothills and up into the mountains. We show you here Nevada and California. Close up view of Sierra Nevada with heavy snow here. We're getting heavy rain on top of that really aiding the flooding. It's becoming raging torrents in many of the rivers here that come out of the foothills. Another six feet of snow is possible into the mountains, but in some locations, much as another foot of rain is also possible. We think flooding will continue right into the weekend and beyond. Into the northeast, we're dealing with snow right now. Most of this will wrap up through the night tonight. But now we turn our attention, James, to the next big one that comes in. And early next week, increasing confidence, we'll have a nor'easter and our first real big shot of snow to come this winter in places like New York and Boston.
2: Mike, thank you. Well, the storms on Wall Street continued today after regulators seized the assets of Silicon Valley Bank, marking the largest bank failure since the 2008 financial crisis. The California bank's collapse, the second largest in U.S. history, is now raising concerns about the broader economy. CBS's Nancy Cordes has more.
3: The nation's 16th largest bank collapsed within hours, leaving customers in limbo and forcing federal regulators to swoop in. One of our amazing investors alerted us, and essentially he said the bank is imploding get out as soon as you can. Allison Greenberg is the CEO of a maternity care startup based in L.A. Her co-founder transferred nearly all their business funds out just in time. The website was down, the phone lines were tied up. Even now if you call the FDIC you can only leave a message. Um, This is extremely scary for those of us who pay salaries and put food on the table for our employees. Silicon Valley Bank caters to tech companies, which have been hit hard by rising interest rates. Recently, the bank reported its
0: assets were running low. That was the, the flare that went up and said, hey, I got a problem. And that's when the run started uh, in earnest.
3: The FDIC took over the bank around noon today, but it only insures deposits up to $250,000. The markets tumbled on fears that other banks could be at risk. There um, are recent developments that concern a few banks that I'm monitoring very carefully. The collapse came even as the U.S. logged another strong monthly jobs report with employment levels surpassing their pre-pandemic high.
8: Overall, we've created more jobs in two years than any administration has created in the first four years. And uh, I think all this matters.
3: This rare bank collapse highlights the challenges that come with high interest rates. But the Federal Reserve is widely expected to hike rates again in a couple of weeks as it works to bring inflation down even further. JB.
2: Thank you, Nancy. Turning overseas now to that deadly mass shooting inside of Jehovah's Witness Hall in Germany's second largest city. At least six people were killed in the Thursday night attack including an unborn child. CBS's Chris Alivsay has new details from Hamburg. The rampage unfolding, captured
7: on cell phone footage. German police stormed the house of worship, finding the gunman dead believed to have turned the weapon on himself. um, There must have been at least 25 shots, says the witness who filmed the attack. After the police arrived, there were no shots for about five minutes. Then there was another shot. A Bible study turned into a bloodbath. One pregnant woman survived, but the baby she was expecting did not. Eight more people were wounded, four seriously. Police say the suspect was a former member of the congregation here, but his faith turned into hatred for the very people he once prayed with. He's been identified only as Philip F. in accordance with German privacy laws. Also in accordance with German laws, the shooter's semi-automatic handgun. Authorities say he was licensed to own it. Last month, police say they visited the 35-year-old after receiving an anonymous tip that he was dangerously unstable. However, they could not determine mental illness and left him only with a warning for improperly storing ammunition. While his exact motives remain unknown, his impact is no mystery. We are stunned, says a spokesman of Jehovah's Witnesses. It is deeply disturbing that Christians come together, then suddenly a rampage changes the course of events so dramatically. Now, mass shootings in Germany are rare, where gun laws are strict, but not strict enough, says Germany's interior minister. She was here on the scene earlier today, and tonight she's calling to make Germany's gun laws even tougher. JB?
2: Chris Lipsay in Hamburg. Meanwhile, back here at home, there's a disturbing new Pentagon report on the number of sexual assaults at U.S. military academies. A survey shows that one in five female students said they experienced unwanted sexual contact during the last school year. Overall, the number of reported incidents were up 18 percent from the previous year. The increase was largely driven by the Navy, which had nearly doubled the number of reported assaults compared to a year earlier. The 2024 presidential election is still more than a year and a half away, but the race for the Republican nomination has already begun. Candidates and likely candidates are on the campaign trail, including stops in the pivotal early voting state of Iowa. CBS's Robert Costa is there.
1: Iowa is chilly these days, but the Republican presidential race here is heating up. As possible, contenders flock to the state that has traditionally been the first stop on the road to the White House. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, a potential challenger to former President Donald Trump, made his first trip to Iowa today telling a conservative audience that he is one of them.
4: We will fight the woke in the legislature. We will fight the woke in education. We will fight the woke in the businesses. We will never, ever surrender to the woke mob.
1: Also here, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. Former President Trump visits Monday. Influential Iowa conservative Bob Vander Plaats says Iowans will want to see candidates early and
5: often. Here it's going to be shaking people's hands, looking them into the eyes. Meeting them for the seventh time and wondering, are they going to support me or not?
1: Many Republicans say they're giving visiting politicians a hard look.
9: If I had to cast that vote today, I I think I would put it in for Ron DeSantis. Um, But there's a long ways to go, and we're just starting to hear about candidates, so I'd like to hear what the others have to say.
1: A newly released poll of Iowans show the favorability numbers for Trump and DeSantis are nearly even. But this all comes as Trump faces mounting legal challenges. Do do, the Manhattan do do? District Attorney's Office has invited him to testify before a grand jury investigating a hush money payment to an adult film star during the 2016 campaign, a move that suggests Trump could face indictment. Today, former Trump lawyer Michael Cohen who has testified that he facilitated the payment, said he doesn't expect Trump to show. It's one thing to turn around and to
8: lie on your untruth social. It's another thing to turn around and lie before a grand jury.
1: And CBS News has just learned tonight that Michael Cohen is expected to appear before the grand jury in Manhattan on Monday, the latest sign that the prosecutors there are nearing a possible indictment of the former president. JB.
2: Robert Costa in Des Moines. Well, with spring break just around the corner, airlines are expecting the busiest spring travel season in years. One major issue facing the industry is a nationwide pilot shortage. Fewer pilots means fewer flights and higher ticket prices. Now, one airline is taking a new approach to the problem. CBS's Chris Van Cleve explains.
5: Flying high, Ricky Foster is one big step closer to being an airline pilot after finishing basic flight school at United's Aviate Academy.
7: I feel like an eagle here.
5: The former flight attendant and mother of two is among 51 future flyers in Aviate's inaugural class. It's part of United's effort to address the continued pilot shortage while diversifying a workforce that is overwhelmingly white and male. This first graduating class is 80% women and minority. Your graduating class looks nothing like a flight school anywhere else.
3: No, it looks nothing like the industry. But guess what it does look like? It does look like the demographic we serve. It looks like our passengers.
5: United expects major U.S. carriers will need 10,000 new pilots this year, but only have about 6,600 qualified candidates. The cost and time to be an airline pilot discourages people despite a potential six-figure salary. For decades, you could take for granted that the military and civilian flight schools were going to produce enough pilots, and all you had to do was go out and hire them. But now that there is a shortage, programs like this uh, are going to be important to the future. United is the first major U.S. carrier to start its own flight school. CEO Scott Kirby. Does Aviate get you out of that pilot crisis? Aviate is not gonna, certainly in the short term, they're still four to five years away from showing up for their first day in a United Airlines cockpit. But it is the right kind of long-term answer to not just solving the pilot shortage, but creating good careers uh, for people and giving people access uh, you know, to careers that can be life-changing for them, their families, and their communities.
9: You are my first passenger.
5: Ricky Foster will now work as a flight instructor to build her hours so her dream job can take flight. Chris Van Cleve, CBS News, Phoenix.
2: What was this car doing in an airport tarmac? And how did it end up in the terminal? That's next.
4: This episode is brought in part to you by Audible ...by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash wonderypod or text wonderypod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash wonderypod or text wonderypod to 500-500.
3: Okay, it's time to commit. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
2: Federal authorities have announced a major drug bust saying three suspects from Mexico were in possession of one million fentanyl pills. The men, all in their 20s, were arrested this week near Los Angeles. Investigators say they first sold 10,000 pills for $7,500 setting up a bigger deal for one million pills. A wild incident at an airport ended with a car crashing into the terminal. It happened last night at Wilmington International Airport. Police say a man drove onto the tarmac. He then slammed through the doors of the terminal. Investigators reportedly say the suspect told them the devil made him do it. The FDA has approved a new treatment for migraine headaches. We'll have the details next. In tonight's Health Watch, important news for nearly 40 million Americans who suffer from migraine headaches. The FDA has approved a new nasal spray to treat migraines called Zavspret. Drug maker Pfizer says the new medication can begin treating symptoms in as little as 15 minutes. It's expected to be available in pharmacies in July. Well, it is never too late to pursue your dreams and keep a promise. On the Road is next.
3: Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery.
2: Finally tonight, an Army widow makes good on a long-kept promise. CBS's Steve Hartman has her inspiring story on the road.
8: It's karaoke night inside the Sigma Kappa Sorority House at Bowling Green State University in Ohio. And here, amongst all the dancing queens in their teens, we found one stationary sister in her 40s. Tiffany Eckert, America's most unlikely sorority sister, in so many more ways than one.
9: I still miss you every day.
8: Tiffany's husband, Andy Eckert, died in the Iraq War.
9: This
1: is his wedding ring.
8: Years later, I did a story on their son, Miles, the little boy who found a $20 bill in a Cracker Barrel parking lot and then gave it away to an airman he saw in the restaurant.
9: Because he was a soldier and soldiers remind me of my dad.
8: Miles' tribute to his father deeply touched the nation. But there was another story here, one that has gone untold till now.
9: Yeah, just a few hours before my husband was killed He called home from Iraq and he said, no matter how long it took, I had to get an education. And he made me promise that I would. And then he told me, I love you more than anything in this world, I'll call you tomorrow.
8: It was the last promise she ever made to him. And the only one she hadn't kept. Tiffany says she barely made it through high school and now had little kids to raise on her own. College was out of the question. But those kids grew up. So three years ago, she decided to not only enroll, but to immerse herself in the full college experience.
9: You can't focus on the negative because you'll always be in the pit. It's easier to claw your way up when you're reaching for the sunshine. That's how you get out of the hole. You know, she's helped me so much and she's inspired me a lot. And I know she's inspired a lot of the other girls in the chapter. There's definitely not one person she hasn't made an impact on. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
8: Including, Tiffany hopes, the most important person.
9: I go back to that last phone call. And uh, I think he's really, really proud of me.
8: She graduates next month. Love you. Promise kept. Steve Hartman
2: on the road in
8: Bowling Green, Ohio.
2: And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm James Brown. And remember to turn your clocks forward this weekend with the beginning of daylight saving time. Good night and have an outstanding weekend.
0: If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com/survey.
2: Look around; you can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait, Auto Trader.